Aloha and welcome to another episode of the English 2.0 Podcast, the podcast for ambitious English students who want to become fluent English speakers, global communicators, and real-world English 2.0 performers. My name is Al, fluency expert and English language coach, and I'm here today with another episode of the English 2.0 Podcast, and we are going to do our sixth movie review today. So look forward to that as we get started. Now, before we get into it, please make sure you are subscribed or following the English 2.0 podcast wherever you listen and get your podcasts. And also, please consider leaving a review if you are uh, an Apple podcast listener, or now you can give a rating in Spotify. So uh, hopefully a five-star rating, and we would appreciate any reviews or any help we can get with that to help spread the English 2.0 message. All right, so today on movie reviews, we are going to look at a great movie. Well, I can't spoil the review, I guess, so early, but we're going to take a look at a movie called The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey. Okay, so maybe many of you are familiar with this because it's a very famous, very popular movie. But it is now the 10th anniversary of its release. Can you believe that? 2012 was when this movie originally came out. It is now 2022. So we're going to look back, I guess, if you want to say, uh, at this movie because, well, it was a big movie at the time. And actually, I did write a, uh, a review of this on my website. So actually, there is a written form of this review already. On the website, so I'll put a link to that in the show notes so you can follow along. Now, again, for those listeners who are new, the purpose of the movie review episodes here in the English 2.0 podcast are to basically to help you pick up new vocabulary words that you might not have known in a in a context that is familiar to you in, in a movie review format, and also just kind of for fun and. Uh, entertainment purposes. So if you want to check out the movie on your own time, you kind of have an idea of of what to expect. Now, if you do decide to use this movie for your English studies, well, that'll be a separate endeavor, separate question. And maybe I'll give some comments on that toward the end as well, if this is a movie I'd recommend using for actually studying. Now, generally, I don't recommend this type of movie, like fantasy-type movies for English study because, you know, they introduce a lot of character names and, you know, things specific to this world, this kind of fantasy world that don't really apply in our real world. And so that's why I don't typically recommend these types of movies for English study. But, again, it's up to you if you want to. I mean, there, there will be lots of things that you can pick up. So that's up to you, but I'll give my comments uh, in the review as to whether I recommend it for a study or not. So let's go ahead and get started. So for those who are unfamiliar, The Hobbit is a book, or was a book, originally written by J.R.R. Tolkien, and it was to complement his Lord of the Rings series. Okay, so many of you should be familiar with Lord of the Rings. So that's, again, the trilogy, as we say, the three books actually he wrote he split them up into six books originally i believe and they grouped them together into three and so the hobbit was a complement to those and it is a tale of the younger bilbo baggins so the main character from the hobbit and he appeared in 
the Lord of the Rings kind of as a, uh, a side character, but very important to the whole story of the whole thing. And this is going to be focused on Bilbo now, the, the Hobbit story. And so it focuses on the, the younger Bilbo Baggins and his adventures with the One Ring. And it was originally aimed for children, the, the book was. And there was a popular animated version of this story made into a movie. So, you know, being a huge fan of the book, that film, and the Lord of the Rings movies, I was anxiously awaiting the release of this movie. So was it as good as I had hoped? Well, we will find out soon. Now, the before we continue, the, the, the animated version of this movie, The Hobbit, um, I watched as a kid when I was, uh, yeah, in my probably, you know, ages of 8 to 10, something, you know, around then. And when this movie came out, or I don't know when the animated version came out, but, I, I you know, we were, we had the video uh, VHS version and or it, they showed it on TV as well so we yeah we watched it all the time and we were big fans of that and it's funny now to think back because that movie is can't be more than 90 minutes long and you know the three Hobbit movies now made by Peter Jackson the, the director are like three hours <laughs> uh, each of them so it's like really really expanded in the the current editions. So let's give a little background to the story of The Hobbit. And again, this is the first of three movies. Uh, this one's called An Unexpected Journey. The second one is called The Desolation of Smaug. And the third one is called The Battle of the Five Armies. Okay, so this is the first one, An Unexpected Journey. So the Hobbits are a peaceful race of people who mainly live in the Shire of Middle-earth. The hobbit named Bilbo Baggins is called upon by the wizard Gandalf to help a group of dwarves on their mission to journey to the Lonely Mountain. This is where the dragon Smaug attacked and took over the dwarves' homeland of Erebor and all of their treasure. Hmm. All right, so, yeah, Gandalf has called upon Bilbo, their, their old friends, to help the dwarves on their journey to reclaim their homeland from this dragon. Now, why Bilbo? Well, he has special skills as, well, being a hobbit. So, um, if you have seen the Lord of the Rings movies, then you can pretty much expect the same type of fantasy movie with The Hobbit and Unexpected Journey. So, it was directed by the same director, Peter Jackson, and the musical score was done by the same composer, Howard Shore. In fact, many of the same characters are back, including Gandalf, Elrond, Galadriel, Saruman, Gollum, and of course, Bilbo. Now, the younger version of Bilbo here is played by Martin Freeman, who is fine in the role. And many of the new characters we meet are the group of, uh, the group of 13 dwarves, led by Thorin Oakenshield, played by Richard Armitage. And he's a very charismatic, and although most of the other dwarves are portrayed as kind of fun-loving, simple creatures, Thorin shows a harder, more fierce side of the race. The race of dwarves. Now, again, the book was written for children, and I would say that The Hobbit is somewhat done with children in mind as well. The movie, I should say. However, it is still quite dark, and the violent battles are present. 
In fact, there are quite a few action sequences with special effects, so be ready to experience a lot of action. One of the differences between uh, The Hobbit, Unexpected Journey, and Lord of the Rings is that some of the bad characters are created by CG, computer graphics. I don't think this took away from the movie that much, but I usually prefer real humans in makeup, like in Lord of the Rings. So let me pause here in the review if you're reading along. So Lord of the Rings, if you have seen it, didn't use a lot of uh, CG for the, we'll call it up-close um, battles scenes. And so they, they, and what I mean is you know, when they have the characters like the orcs, or you know, kind of the, the the characters that they could use humans to play, they would actually put you know he, real humans in the uh, costumes and makeup, and it, it was very very real. Now, when you of course they used CG for some of the kind of the wide shots where they didn't need to focus on the faces and things like that, but when you use CG more in a close up manner like they did in The Hobbit, it I mean yeah they do a good job of it. Uh, because even in 2012, the the technology was still pretty, pretty good. And they do a good job. However, you can still tell it's CG, and it takes away a little bit of the realness, in, in my opinion. The last thing to consider about The Hobbit and Unexpected Journey is that this is the first in the series of three Hobbit movies, as I mentioned before. So just be ready that this is just the first part, and then it continue with the desolation of smog and then finally it'll have the climax in the battle of the five armies uh, overall i felt that the movie was a little long but since i'm a fan i enjoyed most of it so if you're a fan of the lord of the rings movies then you'll probably enjoy the hobbit and unexpected journey and and all of them if you are not a fan of fantasy and action then stay clear of this film Oh, and I can't forget to give my score of for this movie, so I give it a 7 out of 10. So pretty solid movie, and I think actually the other ones get a little better. But to start out the series, I'll give it a 7 out of 10. So pretty good movie, and I recommend it for anyone, especially if you like this genre, the fantasy genre. But again, if you are not a fan of the fantasy genre, eh... I might stay away. That's the end of my written review. Also, at the beginning, I mentioned the score of the movie done by Howard Shore. Now, as if you've listened to my movie reviews in the past, you know I'm a big fan of the music, which is called the musical score of these movies, kind of the instrumental music that plays in the background. And yeah, to me, the score is a huge part of the movie, which adds a lot of emotion and a lot of drama. So I really, really appreciate a good musical score. And Howard Shore is a master indeed. Lord of the Rings, uh, the soundtrack for Lord of the Rings is incredible. And he also does a good job in the Hobbit series as well. And if you have seen The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey already, or the the whole series... What did you think? I would love to hear your thoughts, your opinions of this movie. You can leave your thoughts in the comment section below if you're on the post. Would you recommend this movie to others? Okay, so I'd love to hear your comments as well. Now, I mentioned I would uh, talk about if I would recommend this for movie study. Uh, 
again, it's going to depend probably if you are a fan of this type of movie. Okay, so again, they're going to be a, there's going to be a lot of names and place names and you know objects that are really specialized to this world. So if you can kind of separate those out. And if you really, really like this genre of movies, then yeah, go for it. Go ahead. But if you're just looking for a, if you're not really a fan of the the fantasy genre, um, and you're looking for other movies to use for your English study, then I've got plenty of other suggestions in the movie study series. So go back and check those out on the podcast, and those will give you some recommendations for movies to use for your English study that are not in the fantasy genre. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode of the English 2.0 podcast and our movie reviews. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a comment below and let me know. You can always email me, al at alsensei.com. And please share this with a friend, a classmate, or a colleague, and we would appreciate that, of course. Also, be sure to go to alsensei.com forward slash idioms to get your PDF of my hot idioms, the list of 25 hot idioms. So be sure to go get those before I take it down. alsensei.com forward slash idioms. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this episode of the English 2.0 podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and I will catch you on the next episode. Remember to always level up your learning and level up your life.